again. Hello and welcome to Caleb. And here is Sam. One shot. shot. I think I can sing now because we just watched a music video mm -hmm. related to the film that we were going to review today. And I can't sing, but I thought I could for a moment. Uh, we, that was beautiful. I we had just, been fooled. We did a good job just then. <laughs> so everyone, back the fuck up. I feel like our we, new side project is... Is backing the fuck up? Is oh, is our band. Us singing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, acapella, of acapella, course. Acapella, yeah. Um, With Carly so just going, skiddly beep bop in the background. Carly will beatbox. Mm -hmm. So... Yes. If anyone out there wants to sponsor us, we'd be willing to entertain the notion yes. of writing a song for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Especially Dolly Parton. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Because she needs someone to write her songs for her. That's a joke. She's the greatest songwriter of all time. Yeah, so don't even fucking talk about it. <laughs> so today, speaking of how much we've already cursed, we're going to be talking about a children's film. Yeah, fuck yeah. It is. <laughs> it's called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And it's it is the great. It's great. It's the third in a row of a new movie. Harrison, we are in New Year, New Life, reviewing new movies. We don't watch old movies anymore. Nope. Did they not just come out? Then we don't care. Yep. We're changing. 2019, only current shit. More like 2000 new movie team. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I just high-fived myself. That was Anywho, good. Anywho, yes. No, um, so this movie is... Great, just right off the bat, I want to say, but also I've got some backstories to give you. Tell us now. About Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Kayla is going to give us a synopsis of the movie. Beep boop. And we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Um, so first I'm going to give a synopsis of the movie. And spoiler alert, I love Miles Morales. Mm, Ever since do. his very first issue, I just think he's great. And <laughs> um, it's going to come up a lot but first i'm just gonna even run down to the movie okay do it so premise of the movie is a young man miles morales um lives in new york there is a spider-man already um he's going to school he's going to what looks kind of like a preppier kind of school than his neighborhood school because he has to walk by his neighborhood school um and he he feels like it's kind of a drag like he kind of doesn't want to go because everyone's really preppy and he's not he likes drawing and he likes listening to music and um shout out to post malone he he really kind of idolizes his uncle who is not on good terms with his father because the father kind of is like you know the, the uncle's not a good person and through um graffito tagging mm -hmm. with his uncle um miles is bit by a radioactive spider um and then in that universe Peter Parker, who Miles figures out is Spider-Man because of this big event happening, um, dies and, you know, basically right before Spider-Man dies, Peter Parker dies, he's like, oh, I'll teach you to be another Spider-Man, Miles, like da-da-da-da. And then he's like, oh, I lost my mentor, but I guess I'm still now Spider-Man. Uh, meanwhile, the big catastrophic thing that happened was that um, the Kingpin is trying to open up parallel universes. Um, and so, unbeknownst to Miles, other Spider-Men from other dimensions have come through. And the rest of the movie is, is basically about him and the other Spider-People trying to save the world from exploding because of this interdimensional portal that Kingpin has opened up. And that is the premise of the film. 
And then what happens? Oh, well, let me give a backstory <clears throat> of Miles. Are you guys Wait. ready for this? <clears throat> I don't know that I'm comfortable. Okay, I'm ready. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Ginny because when I first started reading the Ultimate Universe Spider-Man comics that were about Miles, you know, right after Peter Parker's death in Ultimate Universe, I was so obsessed with his story that I had a problem where whenever we would go out drinking, I would just start talking to strangers about Miles Morales. That still doesn't sound like a problem. It, it was a problem. I had oh. to... <laughs> just because it was like, Kayla, no one cares about Spider-Man. And I'd be like, everyone cares about Spider-Man. Naturally. Yeah. So the cool backstory about Miles Morales is that um, Donald Glover, who is an actor and singer, Donald Glover was on a show called Community, which, for the record, I never watched. Did you? Community? Mm. Mm -mm. It's like a comedy? Apparently it's really good. About a community college? I can't believe neither of us have watched it. That's our next we're, assignment. We're both failures. Anyway, apparently in the episode, his character, Donald Glover's character, and Donald Glover is, is black. Um, he wears like a Spider-Man suit or something, and it kind of started a conversation on Twitter where people were like, you know, why isn't there a black Spider-Man? And Donald Glover was like, yeah, there really could be a black Spider-Man. Like, why isn't there? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Brian Michael Bendis, um, who was a writer, I think a writer, yeah, a writer, not a drawer, for Ultimate Universe, was like, yeah. So then we get Miles Morales, who is an Afro-Latino um, boy uh, who succeeds um, Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe. It was it was just really cool because it was basically a good outcome of people being like, why don't, why isn't this character black? Why isn't black? there representation, like, yeah. Yeah, why isn't there a black character in this vein? Like, there just is no reason to. And then a creator being like, you're right, there is no reason we don't have a black Spider-Man. Let's just go for it. Mm -hmm. And I think he's a great character. Um, I love his comics. The I've been teaching for a long time, um, and I've always had a poster of Miles in my classroom that I got from, like, a fan artist. And the first couple of years, kids would be like, why do you have a black Spider-Man on your wall? And now the kids know who he is, and they get really excited. They're like, mm -hmm. you have Miles on your wall. Yeah. And it's just awesome. Um, I teach in a school where the majority population is Hispanic, and I just think it's great. You know that we have this representation and that a creator actually listened to fans and was like actually there's no reason to not put more diversity in our comics other than being an asshole mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> there's no excuse not to yeah. so i love miles morales from the get-go yes and when i first heard he was getting a movie but then saw it was animated i was initially disappointed because i assumed it was going to be one of those like dc universe movies like how we have a batwoman movie or a movie with batwoman in it but it's right. some piece of crap animated film that no one gives a poop about mm -hmm. i don't know why i just suddenly censored myself you meant to say shit shit i thought this is going to be a straight to to garbage to shit. shit nonsense <laughs> and i think it's going to be terrible but then when the first trailer dropped it was like no wait this is actually going to be pretty dope yes yes so harrison what were your impressions do you have this insane backstory of obsession well I, I, the exact same thing happened to me you know <laughs> i uh no i didn't um i knew little to well i knew very little i knew, I knew of miles morales mm -hmm. i did not know about any of the other characters i mean i maybe only tangentially you mean the other did. spider people the other spider people i only like maybe tangentially knew about so i am like so ready for peter parker to not be the focus of a spider-man movie mm -hmm. that i was so excited about this movie not to say that the amazing spider-man that's the new marvel one no the new one is the like homecoming verse I think is what you would call it. What's his name? Because the, the, young the amazing Spider-Man was the verse with Tobey Maguire. No, Andrew Garfield. Oh, fuck that. Also, <laughs> fuck the one with Tobey Maguire. 
Oh, the first two, though. Come on. I don't... Those are the movies that made little Kayla just love Spider-Man, and I have never stopped loving Spider-Man Well, that's since. adorable, but let me tell you this. I never want another origin story for Marvel as long as we live. Oh, so, well, granted. I don't want to... Like, I know that X-Men... Let's just put the nail in the coffin with Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Send them to Marvel. I don't want another goddamn origin story. So... After seeing Tobey Maguire through, and then seeing Andrew Garfield through, and now seeing... Who's the new one? Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Who's actually, like, I think a perfect Peter Parker. He is the best that I've seen. Another origin story. And then the Spider-Man game origin story. Well, although I think they handled that well. I don't know buts about the Spider-Man game. Well, it's good. I know that there's a kid's show with Miles Morales that already existed, because in in the timeline of my students knowing not knowing anything about why I had a black Spider-Man poster to now there was an in-between time where a couple of kids was like, um, so there was some sort of unremarkable children's show. Okay. Yeah. With I Spider-Man think I like knew of that. So maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the details about that. I was just, I know that Miles Morales is a much more interesting character and I just think we've had enough of Peter Parker. So I was really excited that this... I wish Michael was here because he just loves Peter Parker and he's heartbroken whenever I say the exact same thing, which I... Poor Michael. No one needs Peter Parker. No, we've had enough. We've... Dear God. (laughs) So, you know, he's the focus of Marvel and that's great. I really hope that they also focus on a Miles Morales in Marvel because they fucking need to. Well, okay, but here's the big old... Because did we do... Did we do an episode about Homecoming? No. No. Okay, so here's an exciting tidbit about Homecoming, the one with Tom Holland. Donald Glover's in it, and he is the Prowler, Miles Morales' uncle. Oh. You know the character in Homecoming who's, like, selling, or he's buying some sort of a weapon from the people in the van? I don't know that I've seen Homecoming. Wait, have you not? Uh. Because you should see Spider-Man Homecoming. What happens in it? Um, well... (laughs) In it, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is already Spider-Man. There's no origin story. He's already... I haven't seen he, it then. Because he I've was already in... Avengers. He was already in the Avengers. Then mm-hmm. you kind of got introduced a little bit to him. And it, it's good. You should see it. You should see it, and then we should do an episode about it, because it's good. Okay. And it was really exciting, because as soon as Donald Glover came on the screen, I was like, I wonder if there's going to be a reference to Miles Morales. And there was, because he is his uncle. He says at one point in the movie, like, Spider-Man's like, why did you want to help me? And he's like, well, I don't want... I don't want these weapons in my neighborhood. My, my, you know, my nephew's growing up here. And uh, you could have not, you could have punched me right in the face. I was mm, so excited in that theater watching. I had you in that moment. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I need to watch it. Yes. I love Donald Glover and mm. I was just really excited. Like, I will admit, I was excited that there was a Spider-Man. Oh, we have a little Miles Morales figurine here that's a bobblehead. Michael gave me a, a Funko Miles that's a bobblehead for Christmas. It's <laughs> amazing. So cute. Um, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. So a few different things. I was excited about this movie because I like Spider-Man in general, and I was excited to see Miles Morales. And I didn't really under—I didn't fully understand what this movie was about. I just knew that there was a bunch of different spider people. Well, that's a really interesting segue into, I should have done this before we started recording, I... This is based on the concept of the Spider-Verse, which already exists in the comics, but I was... See, I didn't know that. So, um, the, the thing I know the most about is there was a five-issue run called Spider-Men that was almost the premise of this movie, mm-hmm. except 
the only one who came through the dimension was another Peter Parker from a universe where Peter Parker didn't die. Oh. Uh, it wasn't all of the different. And I kind of want to go grab them. Do you, can we pause it? I forget how this works. Uh, no. Why don't you talk about Donald Glover for a minute? Or something else. <laughs> or how much you hate Dark Phoenix. I just gotta get my Dark. <laughs> it sounded like you said Dark Penis. Um, <laughs> dark, you hate dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix, which is a terrible X-Men movie. That's coming out later this year. I'll tell you all about it later when we review the movie, because we inevitably will, just so I can complain for 40 minutes. Anyway, I'm going to introduce you to the characters that are in the movie. We have Miles Morales, who is a young boy from the Bronx. Right? No, he's in Brooklyn. Sorry, wrong borough. He's from Brooklyn. His school is in Queens. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Miles Morales is in Brooklyn. Yeah. Correct. Where is the fancy school that he's going to? <sighs> Queens? I think it's supposed to, it's in, well, in the comics, it's in Manhattan. Oh, I think it's in, isn't it in Harlem? <sighs> what? Either way, he's in a bougie school. He's in a bougie school called Division Academy. Peter Parker is now dead. He watched him die. He Are gave him in, a little giblet for him is, to plug into something. <laughs> this is beautiful. This Kayla is has all of her comic comics. Collection. Including, where is Ultimate Spider-Man right here? These are the these are the ones I keep safe from my middle schoolers because I keep having to rebuy the trade paperbacks because I want them to read them. Oh. But these are like all of the loose issues. And I recently, I think I put Spider-Man into it. Ugh, these are organized badly. I'm sorry. This is like a 50-pound box she just brought out. <gasps> um. Anyway, so we've got a few different characters that end up coming through the ship they're like i don't know what do you Bottoms. call it the rift oh nice yeah so spider-man um and in this one it's not kingpin i thought that was an interesting idea that kingpin was trying to bring back his family i'm sorry i don't know where you were in the recap um i was just going to introduce all the characters that come through the portal oh, yeah do the thing um okay so kingpin opens up the universe to alternate universes essentially trying to bring back his deceased wife and son who ran away from him because they were scared of him because he was beating up Spider-Man and they ended up dying. So he's trying to bring them back from an alternative dimension. Meanwhile, a few other people get through. So there's Peter Parker 2, who is like an out-of-shape Peter Parker from basically a mirror universe. He's I loved him. He almost reminded me of... Um, he's the Peter Parker from like the, the Sunday Funnies because like that one's split up with yeah. Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and is kind of like the sad adult Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the best way to describe him. Yeah. <laughs> sad adult, beer gut, Spider-Man. Um, so there's him, and then, bearing in mind, Miles Morales still has absolutely no training at this point. Yeah. He doesn't know how to be a spider person. Like, he doesn't know his powers yet, and it's revealed that each Spider-Man has, or each Spider-Person has their own sort of powers. And so one of Miles Morales's is he has, like, these electrical currents he can use to kind of shock people. He doesn't, he's not able to web-sling without the device that is created that he uses on his wrist to shoot webs. Um, but he can stick to walls just like normal Spider-Man. They all have Spider-Sense, and that's how they recognize that they share the same lineage, I guess you could say. Um, so there is Miles Morales, Peter Parker, who's dead, rip, and then there's new Peter Parker, who is old, and then we are introduced to Penny Parker, mm -hmm. who is one of my favorites. Penny Parker is from Japan. Yes. 
And, she, and she's also from the future. And the future. And she is friends with her radioactive spider that bit her. Uh-huh. And together they created this robot thing that they <laughs> ride around in, which is adorable. And it's very much like an anime sort of... Uh, what's the word? Like... Um, Robot? Kawaii-style oh. <laughs> uh, representation. Yeah. Then we have Spider-Noir. Yeah, who's Nicolas Cage, which was hilarious. Yes, that was amazing. And this is basically a character, like, taken right out of the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. It's Rorschach. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's um, so funny. It's, like, <laughs> a very 50s-based, cl- like, more classic Dick Tracy-style detective-type Spider-Man who's... Only in black and gray and white. Mm-hmm. And then we have, um, who is Gwen Stacy? Oh, Gwen Stacy, um, who is Spider-Woman. Or Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, you're right. That's yeah. What, that's what she um, is. And so she's from an alternative universe. She's um, a dancer and psychic. Yeah. Is she psychic or is that Penny? Mm, uh, you Pen- know what? I... Just in case you think I'm, like, so cool, I have all of these other Spider-Men are from comic books. I have not read any of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, generically, yeah. that's another person. She's really, like, a badass, kind of assassin. Mm-hmm. They all are. And then the last one that I will talk about. <laughs> I was everyone's favorite. I was very apprehensive about this going into the movie because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this spider pig? And spider pig, spider, spider pig. pig does I spider pig does. came around to Spider Ham. I was not expecting to, but it was pretty heartwarming. Spider Ham is the last character in the film that comes through, and he is kind of like a Porky Pig satirical rendition of Spider Man, who's like very animated and goofy and pulls out like the giant. Um, hammer like wooden mallet and like hits people (laughs) with it and it's all folly like the whole his whole thing is that he's like from the era of folly and so he's very ridiculous so all these spider people come together and find each other and realize they have to go back to where they're they came from because they're starting to more or less decompose like they're gonna break down if they don't get back to their universe yes and it inhibits them from using their powers, and it inhibits them from being able to fight normally. Yes. So they're all, like, jolty, basically. Mm-hmm. So all these people come together, and Miles Morales meets them, and they try to convince him that they're going to have to... He's going to have to, like, suck it up and learn how to use his powers. But there's this whole backstory where he doesn't trust his dad because he's a cop, and he is, like, by the book. It seems like he's embarrassed by his dad. Yeah, he's embarrassed by his dad, and I think this is, like, a good conflation because I am coming off of playing Spider-Man for PS4, like, mm-hmm. r- a lot. And <laughs> my main gripe with that movie, or with that uh, video game, and I guess this is kind of just, like, something you have to get over to, like, enjoy Spider-Man maybe, but I don't like that the main mission is just to be a cop, basically. Oh, to patrol the city? Is like I mean that's what he does. No, I know, but he's like helping the police. Like that's endlessly what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. he's like, and this is again the video game. But I'm coming off of this into the movie. Yeah, he's fixing all of their like uh, antennas so that they can 
have a scan over the city. Like, it's it's basically like supporting Big Brother to the umph degree. So Spider-Man is essentially a cop, which sucks. I mean, he essentially is, except this is kind of the problem, or the, the, the thing with all superheroes is that, like, you're a cop, except that you're a vigilante. Right. Which... I like when they have to be a little sneakier, you know, mm-hmm. like the cops and Spider-Man coexist in the video game in a way where they're like begrudgingly like, well, this is our job. We get paid for it. You just do it like mm-hmm. and you're better at it because you have superpowers. And I think that coming off of that and into the Spider-Verse, which was great, was that Miles Morales has a conf- is conflicted mm-hmm. because his uncle, who he idolizes, mm-hmm. is more or less like presented to us in a nefarious way he sneaks him into an off-the-limits portion of the sewer which you later find out is because he works for kingpin yeah and he's encouraging him to graffiti and do these things that are traditionally like anti-cop and his dad finds him throwing stickers up and makes him take it down he doesn't want to tell his dad things because his dad hates spider-man and you end up finding out that his uncle is the prowler yeah and is trying to kill him before he realizes it's my, realizes it's Miles, mm-hmm. and then is killed by Kingpin eventually because he refuses to he kill refuses Miles. to kill Miles, and then he's shot, and then Miles is devastated. Obviously, that got me in the movie so yeah, especially since and I never really so I'm not 100 percent up to date on Ultimate Universe Miles Morales. and I don't know the status of the Prowler, mm-hmm. but it's not like in the movie where he dies pretty soon after miles becomes spider-man right um and at least not that i remember and i it it felt meaningful though for this miles to lose an uncle yeah instead of yeah um something that obviously peter parker would relate to right um i and i just thought that moment between the two of them was really nice yeah definitely oh my god when the prowler's like you're the best of all three of us yeah (laughs) yeah that was really good um so anyway i really liked that set of like how that unfolded Mm -hmm. you've got miles morales who like is kind of a little badass and Mm -hmm. he's like i'm not gonna you know like uh conform to you dad just because you're a cop yeah and his mom is a nurse and i just think he's like well grounded in that way because he knows about caring for people you know Mm -hmm. she's obviously overworked um, and then, you know, he's got this uncle who wants to kill him because he's a bad guy. So he's got these, like, heavy influences that are all kind of culminating in this presence that he becomes, which is Spider-Man. Um, and I think that it's such a better story <laughs> than Peter Parker, like, and Aunt May and all of that. Like, I just, I'm so tired of hearing about that that I am, I was so ready for this movie because it was such a fresh perspective. Yeah. And I love how they played up the other characters and they really contributed to the movie because they're introduced in a way that makes you believe that they might not be that significant. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole movie's about Miles Morales. A little bit of it is about Peter Parker, but not much. And then a lot of it is about Peter Parker 2. Peter Parker 2 is also hilarious. Looking back through my Spider-Man issues, he's kind of the... He reminds me of the Chris Pine Spider-Man from the beginning of this film, where he's what you would think that the kind of, like, somewhat stoic but funny Spider-Man, that's Mm -hmm. who he is. The Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man, the one who's Jake Johnson, I believe, in Into the Mm Spider-Verse, who's kind of the pathetic one who doesn't fit into his uniform anymore and has divorced Mary Jane, even though he doesn't want to be divorced, 
is hilarious. Yeah, he's very like, funny. I loved that that was the Peter Parker we got to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a really great touch. Yeah. And then, so uh, Spider-Gwen is also great. Mm-hmm. But then the last three, so Spider-Man Noir, what is his name? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess just Spider-Man Noir, or is it Spider-Noir? I don't I don't know. He, They were all basically like punchlines, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, they um, were added, which was a little disappointing, but I'm glad that it ended up panning out to where they really contributed to the film. Well, I also don't think that you could have done much more with them in like a... A, a half, serious, yeah. hour and a half, two hour, however long movie this is for kids. Right, and I get the feeling that there'll be more, which I hope, hopefully, they'll hash out mm-hmm. some of those characters a little bit. I would love if there was more. Um, yeah, because there were a couple of things that I didn't like, just as someone who likes the source material, mm-hmm. that I think you could continue doing in the next movie. For example, um, in the original comics, Miles's roommate at his posh school who you see in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, right. But you never... He doesn't introduce himself to him at the end. That character... I can, He's right here. His name is Genki. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, he is integral to Miles becoming Spider-Man. Like, in the comics, Miles tells him first before he tells anyone. Like, they're best friends. And yeah. what kind of is... Though I'm not sure what they're going to do. Spider-Man Homecoming, they had the character Ned. Yeah. Um... Who's the best you, friend. We, the best friend. Yeah. And I know you haven't seen the movie, but basically they took everything about Genki <laughs> and, and put it, it into Ned. Like, down to the... He's like a nerd about Legos. Boom. They stole, like, that scene from here where yeah. he tries to impress a girl with Legos and it, like, works and it's awkward because he loves Legos. I, so I don't know how Genki's going to be if... I assume he would be a character in another one. Yeah. Because at the end, he's like, hey, I introduced myself to to Genki and he's such a big part of the source material I feel like you have to have him but he has to change because Homecoming's Ned is basically Genki yeah um, I feel like they could do more to flesh that out yeah. I think that's like a really interesting thing is that Marvel is really going to have to contend with the fact that this made so much money and was so successful yeah and because people really want to see I feel like especially now representation in these new mm-hmm. endeavors and I think that was really wise that Dr. Octavius was actually not that, yeah a, like old ginger man like <laughs> I think that she was that was a great, such a good reveal that I was did such not a good reveal I didn't see expect it coming. that at all I just think that they did a really great job of diversifying they really did the cast uh-huh. it felt awesome mm-hmm. um and I think another thing we haven't really talked about is the animation style is so well done it Mm -hmm. just fluctuates so much and they did a really good job of making like your headspace kind of fuzzy like i imagine they're going through can do a sing way which is something i was nervous about because i can get visual like headaches pretty easily like i can't do 3d movies right right no this felt very fresh it Mm -hmm. felt like the animation styles really went well together especially with the addition of you know like the kawaii character as i was saying like being so much anime and like they looked like they were all animated slightly different like mm-hmm. spider ham moved in a different way than the other ones did and i know that the animation style they used was very innovative um my friend laura who i saw the movie with her boyfriend roger who if i had planned this better i would have maybe called him in and had him be <laughs> a guest it's Oops. a long way to fly <laughs> Yep, from New York. <laughs> um, 
but basically he was excited because this was like a new way of animating things like this is an innovative film yeah it's not just an animated movie mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on um, with the style and the frame rate and the way that they've mapped things out mm -hmm. so that's really cool yeah the other thing that I wouldn't normally talk about in a movie but in this movie is so exceptional to me is the soundtrack oh yeah is so good mm -hmm. and, and not just like used in the film which is great but like the soundtrack itself yeah reminds me of when i was a kid and i was obsessed with the um spider-man movie the spider-man movies with toby Maguire, mm -hmm. and those first two soundtracks oh, like were they really were great. they yeah. were like pop or rock songs from the movie mostly like there was only some of the score i don't yeah. know if i'm explaining this right but i just thought they were great and mm -hmm. that basically dictated those two like soundtracks and then the daredevil 2003 soundtrack oh god yes basically dictated like lest we forget my musical taste and that's what i love about this soundtrack because it is it's like pop and rap songs from mostly rap and hip-hop songs from the movie and they're all just like good solid songs that mm -hmm. you know like a, a a kid or a teenager or they're all gonna think it's cool and you yeah. want to listen like it makes you excited yeah. I loved I've been listening to the soundtrack like I was little Kayla listening awesome. to the very first Spider-Man soundtrack. Hell yeah. So good. Well, we can say nothing wrong about Post Malone, so <laughs> That's but that's like so Sunflower, which is like the main song. Yeah. Um you're introduced to Miles and he's singing it to himself. Mm -hmm. Um doesn't have anything to do with Spider-Man obviously. Right. Like I'm pretty sure that was just a Post Malone song, but then they optioned it for this film and obviously Oh no no, no. he was commissioned to make it for the movie. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, but he never he doesn't talk like he's Spider-Man in it, right? But no. there's a mix in the in the CD where there's movie there's songs that are like very obviously about Spider-Man. Spider like and there are ones that just seems like they would be songs mm -hmm. on their own. It's just a great it's a great soundtrack. And I would I don't normally talk about music because I don't. Yeah, that's one thing. We music don't is none of my business. <laughs> one thing we don't usually talk about, but yeah, I do think it was uh, a really successful soundtrack. I think the film overall was like really great. I, I was too. really happy with it. I don't. I really don't have a lot of negative things to say about it. I just think it was mm -hmm. really refreshing, and I think that it um, hopefully opens up the door for Marvel to realize that their whole universe doesn't have to be the live action films in such a sequential order. Yeah. Like, which is something that I still haven't seen Infinity War straight up. Yeah. I have not seen it, which is insane. It's 2019. It's one of your New Year's resolutions. It's really not, though. To watch Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth watching. I'm sure I'll watch it. Um, I'm exhausted. It does have, it does have Spider-Man in it. I know it does. Real and good. I know what happens. Right. Well. <laughs> Now it's impossible not to. Yeah. All right, so a rating for this film. Okay, so this kind of goes what you were just saying. I, there's a couple of things that prevent me from giving this a six out of six. Tell us. I think because I'm such a big fan of the source material, I couldn't Ooh, help but... it got you. I, I just can't help but note that there are things that are fundamentally different about this Miles and the Miles in the comics, which I think are fine, mm -hmm. but it didn't feel 100% like my Miles. Okay. Like, not just the relationship with Genki, but just his personality. Like, Miles in this movie was so happy-go-lucky, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's great for this character. But in the comics, he's so much more subdued and scared. And I think it might be because in the comics, he starts out, he's like 12. Mm -hmm. And in the movies, it seems like he was 15, 16. Oh, no. Because he you... said he hasn't hit puberty yet. Oh, you're right. Okay. But he just reads older, I guess. Or, or maybe he just seems more assured of himself. 
you know? He seems a little bit more confident, but I still think he's very scared. Yeah. I felt like, I think they did a great job of making him feel scared, yeah. actually. Like, it took him a really long time to be able to use any of his powers in the movie. He, he also, he's a little bit nerdier in the comics, like, like, um... Peter Parker is. Yeah. He's not an artist. He's not like super into music in any way that they talk a lot about. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, just little, just little things. The other thing that kind of prevents me from a six out of six and I love this movie and it's great. And I ended up loving the Peter Parker mentor Mm -hmm. character, but I can't help but feel like just make a Miles Morales movie. Just that's what I want. I wanted the origin story. I really, and this is his origin. But just, I wanted I wanted to see the first scene that you get with Miles in the comics, where he where he's accepted into this prestigious school, and how emotional it is for his parents, and yeah. how disturbed he kind of is by the whole process, and like just all this. Yeah. I just I I would, but this is fan service. I would love right. a movie that was just like shot for shot the comics, which is ridiculous. And I'm this is a better movie, but that's what's yeah. preventing me from six out of six. I think. Ah, oh, that's tough. I think that so I five, would, five out of six, if I didn't already say. Five yeah. out of six. I think that there's inevitably going to be, simply based on the success of this movie, a Miles Morales solo film. Yeah. So I think that doesn't really come into play for me, because for me, this is an origin story of, like, five characters. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, because yeah. all I've ever known is Peter Parker and a little bit of Miles Morales, but not, like, a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. I, main, a lot of it I've learned through Spider-Man the game. Yeah. Um... So, I, I mean, I don't really have anything negative to say about it. I think that, like, any... I can't think of any hang-ups because I was, it was just simply, like, kind of a feel-good... I don't know that I had a lot of expectations going into it. I was, mm-hmm. to be honest, the only thing I was worried about was Spider-Ham, which <laughs> I ended up being pleasantly surprised Wait, with. Another thing... I'm sorry. Another thing Laura taught me about, told me about this is apparently when John Mulaney auditioned for that role, mm-hmm. he didn't know what it was and that it was a Spider-Man movie. Oh, and my God. And he was just kind of, like saying the lines and ad-libbing and being this goofy guy and then they were like okay it's a spider-man movie you're spider-ham he's like what (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah that makes me love it even more (laughs) so yeah i just you know it's it was a feel-good film i don't i didn't have any expectations going in and i left like so happy which is rarer than a movie does that and it's a kid's movie which is like even more interesting because i don't know like i certainly love the marvel universe and I like the films because I feel like it's for an adult palette. And I think that I, like, you know, I that's my expectation. Mm-hmm. So, like, to see this and not get that, like, even the songs are, like, censored because it's for kids, right? Well, but, like, that's what's so cool about the soundtrack is other than that weird blip when we watched a music video for Sunflowers. Yeah. And instead of saying, ride me like a cruise, mm-hmm. it's just ride like a cruise. Yeah. Which I feel like is questionably sexual. I mean, you don't necessarily have to read ride me. Right, sexually. but they even say something about smoking an L or something, oh. don't they? Well, but then... And isn't the... there, like, an Oxycontin song? Okay, listen. <laughs> it's, for the most part, appropriate. There's yeah. no there's no, there's Which no is fine. I don't care. I don't with... care either way. I I'm just... care because I hope my students are ready for us to listen to nothing but that when we're having <laughs> meditative music work time. Yes, well, uh, they'll embrace it because it's <laughs> I, Alaska. But If they don't, then... They're all fired. They're fools. Um, so, yeah, I don't... It just... I'll give it a six out of six because I just I am having trouble finding anything negative to say about it. So I just, you, did you say six out of six? Yeah, <gasps> I just really enjoyed it. It made me happy, and I wanted to see more of all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's we, just nothing that they left out that I felt 
like I was sad about because I feel like really they can just open up it, it just opens it up for more conversations mm. of this sort so like I left feeling good um, that's all I gotta say about that this rating system is such balloons I should be able to give it a 5.5 this rating system is fucked I don't feel like it's fair but also I stand by what I said but that fair that you gave it a higher rating even though I'm the one <laughs> Well, you have more... They made this movie for me, Harrison. Right. You have more at risk because you're a, a fan of the comics. Like, Which, by the way, when it are comes you going to put this back for me, this huge thing? No, I shan't. <laughs> when it comes time to X for us to review X-Men when I'm just complaining for 45 minutes... I can't wait. You will be... We'll be switching it'll places. Be, it'll be I'm already switched. giving... Just so it's on the record, I'm already giving phoenix mm -hmm. one out of six. i was about to say because we said we couldn't do zeros right Wasn't right no perfect? it's one out of also six. i'm so sorry i feel like you totally got screwed because my big exciting comic situation turned out to be a great movie oh and yours is already gonna be garbage yeah it's already garbage we, <laughs> have, we have years until marvel can fix this so on that note thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon bye